So today is the second day of Ohatsu. Um, and uh, can people just raise your hand if this is your first day coming today? Okay. Welcome. Um, listen right now, listen. We have um, already cultivated some stillness in the room. A lot of us have been actually sitting since the first day. And um, the room starts to, to um, the, the window Buddha, Buddha Dharma, starts to give some fragrance slowly and um, second day and we welcome the people who are coming in today to come and enjoy this um, the field of um, stillness that uh, we have diligently cultivated already. And, and I have uh, such sweetness in my heart, um, feeling all these bodies in the room and doing this together. Uh, I was talking um, in the practice council the other day, and um, some of us were feeling this is such a auspicious, auspicious occasion. Um, I mean, think of it, right? Um, Twenty-five hundred years ago when Buddha uh, was enlightened under the Bodhi tree. It's being still carried on to this day. And uh, as Kido was um, saying yesterday in his Dharma talk, we are enacting this auspicious Wind. It's been handed handed down for twenty five hundred years. Just think of that. And as we sit here in on this land, it's pretty amazing. You know, it came from another other lands, you know, from one land to another land to another land, and here we are. I actually was um, reading this book called um, Opening the Hand of, Hand of Thought, 
by Uchiyama. Uh, and he talks about how this transmission of the Buddha wind, Buddha Dharma wind, is like, if you know, persimmon tree. The persimmon tree, if you know persimmons, if you have persimmons, um, persimmon fruits can be very bitter. Astringent? Do you call it astringent? Does that mean bitter? Dry? <laughs> um, so the, they're not all sweet. And um, some of the fruit on the, well, actually, it's interesting because that the, the tree that come from, uh, that has already produced sweet persimmon, they don't produce sweet uh, uh, persimmon next year. So what they do is they basically take the branch, the, the, the persimmon tree, young persimmon tree that has not caused, created or produced the sweet fruit, they graft that onto the old tree. And then that way, um, the sweetness actually happens. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine visually how that looks like, actually. But just to, in terms of this rohatsu container right now, what we're doing, this is, this is how we are uh, cultivating the sweetness of Buddha fruit. So Uchiyama, Uchiyama, what's his first name? Kosho, Kosho Uchiyama. Kosho Uchiyama, he talks about how, it's kind of like how the it, travel from India to China, to Japan, how it's been grafted into new, bitter, astringent lands. So now it's here. And we're cultivating, ripening this fruit together. So session, session, this is what we are enacting. Session. It has two Chinese characters, setsu and Xin. I even brought the character with me today. A lot of you probably know Xin, I think. Xin is the heart. And Setsu is, is um, this character. I'll show you, uh, explain a little bit about this a little later. But this is Setsu. And um, Setsu um, 
has some meanings. Uh, one of the meaning of setsu is uh, to put in order. So something like put, you know, like totonoeru in Japanese, and it you can apply to like how you straighten up your room or cushions. There's another meaning, which is to hold, to hold in the hand. And not just one thing, but to uh, hold layers of something, something. So many different things. Isn't that interesting? There are two, two others, I'll, you know. Another one is to uh, bring in and integrate. And the last one is to uh, things that are scattered to make one. So it's kind of has a similar feeling, all these meanings. And that's what basically what we're doing here in session is uh, putting things in order, gathering many different parts of ourselves. Well, that's what we do. Simply put, we gather our minds. There are a lot of things that are pulling us, right? distractions like our thoughts and our feelings. And we're gathering them. We're gathering, we're noticing them. We can't gather without noticing. So one of the things that um, we're encouraged, even, even without encouragement, this becomes very evident as we sit, that there are lots of things that's happening, right? Stories, preferences. This is a big one, preferences. about stories, feelings, right? <clears throat> pleasant feelings, unpleasant feelings, and neutral feelings that are associated with preferences. This is so interesting. And it's such a, a ripe field here because we have these bodies, right, and minds. And we are sitting still, cultivating a sense of gathering, sense of gathering as an effort. And at the same time, things are pulling you apart. And you see preferences like, oh, there's some food for lunch, 
Oh, I, I, I like that one. I, I like, I feel good to, to um, preferences among Sangha friends. You know, we all have these preferences that come up. So it's a ripe field. We have these bodies and to start to gather things that start to manifest in front of us. And see as it is. Now this is not easy. Seeing is a part of it. When we start to still our minds, we get to see our narratives, preferences, opinions. And to see as it is, I feel that a lot of struggle, that um, suffering that we experience in, in sitting in our lives is that we have a rea reaction towards these preferences or our stories or everything that comes up, our emotions, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. We start to grasp certain preferences believe that it's to be true. So Uchiyama Roshi says, opening the hand of thought, right? Opening the hand of thought. Here are our thought preference feeling that the story is right, strong opinions about something. Our favorite stories. And we have this, we see it. And open, how do we open this? How would we let go? So this is the koan. Stay as close as you can. Stay as close as you can. Be right, right there. Right there. When these things start to come up. It's coming up all the time. <laughs> you know, whether we like it or not. Dogen says, um, uh, 
in grasping, well, actually in, let's see, I have to rely on the translation here. Um, about the flowers, you know, although we love flowers, they fall, they wither, right? No, no, no matter how much we love them, the preference happens, you know? It's natural to have preference. In a virgin, the weeds grow. These are preferences. It still happens. This is just the way it is. How do we open? How do we open our grasped stories? How do we open them? You know, you can say to yourself, open, open. I want the openness. It doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel great. When we're doing this, sometimes our shoulders are tight. Um, our heart is closed. Or maybe not. And the invitation is to feel it, how that is. Feel how that feels to hold on something so tight. Preferences come up. And when you want something, when you want something so bad, when you don't want something, so bad, I don't want to sit. Feel that. Be right there, be right there. See what This word, um, setsu, has, um, so the Chinese characters has uh, what's called radicals. Okay? It comes from the pict pictograph. So this is a picture of something. And uh, this, so radicals mean parts of the Chinese character that make up one word like this. And this one on the right side here, uh, this right here, this this thing, that means hand, hand. And then here, you see three same images, right? These mean ears. So this is um, somehow this word came up reading Genjo Koan and thinking about this talk, I feel that um, Dogen is um, saying, listen okay, with your ears. It's three years. Um, 
Rev. Anderson says that, uh, he talks about this word too. Rev. Anderson is a senior teacher in San Francisco. And for this word, he says, um, this word, when you look at it, it's like one fourth, one third, one, one fourth hand and three fourth ears. So um, when we're practicing, right? When we are living our life, right? Because there's no difference between living and practicing. That's a Dharma, Buddha Dharma, that's our way. Be one fourth hand, three fourth ears. And he says that be receptive, three fourth receptive. one-fourth respond. So to study the Buddha way, study the self. Study the self is to forget the self. To forget the self means that myriad things come forth and illuminate, illuminate the self. Not the, another way around. Not that self, carrying self forward and illuminating mirrored beings is the other way around. And I, um, I am really, my heart somehow becomes very joyful when I think about this hand part, one fourth. And yet, you know, it's like uh, the fanning, right? At the very end of the Genjo Koan. It's, it's uh, a response to the world. coming out of three years. Coming out of deep listening. Deep listening to, of course, what arises each moment. And deep listening, everything, every, everything.
we're also d deeply listening to, as we listen to what arises, we're less deeply listening to our ancestral karma. And as we walk in this context where there's no talking, right? There's no talking. So our movements say a lot. You know, how people pause in front of you when you come across each other. Some people may not pause. Some people may be may cut you off sometimes. Deeply listening to the karma of each other. Here is the Buddha way. Here the, the wind, wind perfumes when we open up to everything, right? which is already happening. And yet, there's no difference in karma. There's no your karma or my karma. That's what Dogen says. I'm going to read this passage. I think this is where as humans, so hard, so challenging. This duality, right? That's your karma. That's my karma. And so this passage really speaks to me. find one. Okay, so Dogen says, for the place the way is neither large nor small, neither yours nor others. The place the way has not carried over from the past, and it is not merely arising now, for well, the place the way is neither large nor small. Don't measure. Don't measure up. Don't measure up your experiences. It's okay to measure. Be right there. Don't measure what you measure. neither yours nor others. The place, the way is neither yours nor others. We can feel that in the room as we sit. We're supported, right? We're supported by everybody's effort. 
everybody's fire. Everybody's fire to wake up. Wow. Everybody's fire. In the place the way has not carried over from the past, and it is not merely arising now. No time. No time, no yesterday, no today, no tomorrow. It's kind of that image of the dew, dew drop. Remember that dewdrop in Ginjo Koan? Tiny, tiny dewdrop. Tiny dewdrop that reflects the whole universe, the moonlight, right? As small as that dew, there's a height of the moon. The depth of the dewdrop is the height of the moon. No measurement. Inconceivable. When we walked today outside Kinhen, as we walk, we come across a lot of things that we don't come across here in this room. I was attracted to the doggies. See how your attention moves around. And immediately, there's a whole world out there, right? Whole world beyond what you can comprehend. So Dogen is saying, be careful. Be careful of what you know. There's a whole world out there. Be careful of your insights. Be careful of things that you believe to be true. This opening the hand, opening the hand, Letting go. What you know, it's so precious as human beings. Opening the hand, what you know. Letting go of what, how you are right now. How does that for you? Continuous, no end. That seems to be our way.
And so it's joyful when out of that deep listening, deep practice, cultivation of um, letting go, which will, which is happening together, this, this is what this container is cultivating. So joyful. What arises? One fourth of sets. How do we respond? Tia, a root teacher, Brooklyn Zen Center. Um, I had Doksan with her one day. I went to, into her room. We were just kind of quiet together. And she was just kind of looking around the room. And she was looking at a teacup. And then she was looking at a vase. And I was kind of looking at her like, what was she looking at? <laughs> it was very sweet. You know? She was... Uh, just appreciating, you know, things. So, uh, uh, Kido talked about attention, right? Each things. Mimitsu, mimitsu no kaze. Kahu, right? Kahu. If you can remember, mimitsu is uh, intimate, right? like cotton leaves. Kahu is the house, the wind, the flavor, flavor of the house, the wind of the house, style. It's this, this word, who, who, um, kahu, who is the wind in Japanese. We also use, use we also say who, me, which means flavor, which is the taste of things, like the food. Who, wind, taste. So when the food has flavor, we, we say, there is who, me. I forgot what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <sighs> So the cultivation, right? who we flavor, cultivation, intimacy, one thing at a time.
One thing. Right here. One thing right here. There is a place and a path. Here is the place. Here the way unfolds. And I um, guess I'll end with this image of um, bird flying in the sky and the fish swimming in the water. This image um, speaks to me very much. It's something about, you know, it's free. It's, it's such a freeing feel you know, with such ease. You know, when you look at the bird in the sky, you know how the bird makes that circle sometimes, the pigeons, you know? How, how free does that feel? You know, how easy, right? How easy. There's a bird and there is air, right? How easy they ride that air. There's a bird. Is air not to? They're right there, right there. there. The fish and the water, too, when their need is small. Their realm is small too, just like how we walk today. Well, actually, we didn't walk so small today, but <laughs> you know, wherever our body goes, our mind goes, that's our realm, right? Right there, right there with being human, what arises right there. Right there with our foot on the ground. Right there. Right there with our hearts. Close. So I hope that um, second day um, a lot of stuff maybe coming up, a lot of us. It feels pretty settled to me in the room. Let's continue to listen. Three years. And ride with ease. Don't forget to relax. Don't forget to be easy. 
soften, keep releasing, soften. And also gather at the same time. So there is that effort, discipline, coming back. Bigger. We know, we know about our tendency. I think all of us know certain tendencies, our temperaments. Some people might relax more into torpor, relax too much, bring the fire, bring the fire. Some people might have a lot of fire. Right? See if we can relax. Well, let's keep keep making this uh, persimmon sweet together. Countless lives of all beings. May our intention Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by the Brooklyn Zen Center. Our programs are given free of charge and made possible by the donations we receive. For more information on supporting Brooklyn Zen Center, please visit the giving section of brooklynzen.org.